morning, I'm Carolina, and you're listening to Subject ACT, uh, Canberra's local current affairs program on Community Radio 2XX FM 98.3. Today, we're talking about the Society for Creative Anachronism, or the SCA. In particular, what it is and what they get up to. My guests today are Bart Beswick and Benjamin Thompson. So let's so get into it. So first off, I'm going to ask you guys what your mundane names are, your regular names, and your um, your SCA names. Hi, I'm Bart Beswick, and in the SCA I'm known as Sir Isambard. Great. And my other guest? Hi, my name's Ben Thompson, um, and in the SCA I'm called Amir de Montvert. You, you told me your name, so how do you decide who you want to be in the SCA? Are you just yourself in medieval clothing, or uh, is, it, is it a bit more than that? You can put in as much effort or as little effort as you want. You can make it a simple name. I do a little bit more than that. I um, took my name from the Paris Rolls of 1421, which is an existing list of names, and I put together a surname and a a first name from that, and that's how I came up with Isambard Cortain. Um, and I say that I, my life has progressed to my age. So in my age, it's roughly 1460, and um, I try and live the life of a French noble. I try and match my helmet, my arms, my clothing, all to roughly that era. Um, There are those who do it much, much better than I do, but I do it moderately okay. Um, In a similar way, I'd say I do it moderately okay, Um, though the... The time period that I've chosen um, is uh, at the end of the 12th century and very early 13th century. Um, My name is actually um, from uh, records from in and around um, the Midlands of Scotland. Um, And the the name and the persona that I've chosen um, is uh, based on an Anglo-Norman landholder. Um, So... For a little bit of context, in and around that period, um, the Normans had recently um, conquered the UK um, and there was a ruling class of Normans um, living in the lowlands of Scotland. Um, and the persona that I've chosen um, is um, a member of that um, particular socioeconomic class and um, culture. So generally they would speak Norman French, um, well, a, a, quite an old version of Norman French. And so my, my name might not sound like it's... It's very Scottish, but at the time, um, that was what noble Scots sounded, sounded like. like. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, for those listening who may not know about the SCA and how it works, would you mind giving me a rundown? In 1966, some hippies in California decided to have a big protest against the Middle Ages, and 51 years later, the party's still going worldwide. Medieval reenactment, um, swords and armor, and feasts and archery and all sorts of reenactment of the med- medieval times. And um, how did you get involved, Ben? Uh, so I was on campus uh, during first year at university mm-hmm. and I saw a bunch of people pummeling each other with sticks and I thought, what's that? I want in. Um, and yourself, Bart? Well, I was uh, once again at uni and every once in a while there'd be a whole people disappear from my uh, gaming group and I go, where did you guys all go? 
and they all said we went to a feast it's lots of cheap food and there's lots there's people to see and there's a sport involved and i thought let's go and see it cool and what kept you in like why did you keep playing i played a lot of sports as a kid and i'm a big reader so i did a lot of intellectual pursuits as well and the medieval stuff allows you to play one of the greatest adrenaline rush sports of all time the stick combat that we do and there's no disrespect of the intellect you can be a reader you can be a thinker and it's actually heavily encouraged to read and and um, know more about history and so it was a great balance of mind and body and why did you stay in ben awesome people um i love the people in the sca so i i'm motivated to keep going to events because the the friends that i've made along the way have been awesome like bart yeah i should have probably asked earlier how do you guys know each other uh so in the medieval combat that we do um we have um particularly experienced fighters and and they're called knights and and Bart is one, and when they take on students, they they call them squires, and I'm Bart Squire. I met Ben and uh, at one of our trainings, and you keep an eye out at trainings and watch the people who are coming through, and he seemed very keen, um, seemed knowledgeable, and seemed to have a really, really good attitude. And I like people who work really hard, and Ben likes to work hard. And I know how to brew. <laughs> I found that out after you were my squire. It's a happy, happy coincidence, but I did find out afterwards. So you said before that it can be a mix of, of the physical and the mental, and you mentioned that Ben likes to brew. What are some of the other things that you and other people get up to? I actually started in a magical group, which is four-part singing, and I still enjoy the singing to this day. I also um, have my own armory, which is where I hit plate um, steel that I've pre-purchased and form it into plate armor and so I love making the making aspect the steel the leather the sewing and the canvas and everything and yourself Ben other than the brewing well apart from brewing I like to uh, weave I taught myself how to tablet weave which is um, probably something that most people haven't seen a, a good example of in the past um, and I also like to sew and make you know, good-looking medieval clothes. How long have you guys been been in the SCA for? I joined in 1993, and so I've been something like 23, 24 years now. Uh, so I started in the first year of uni, which I think is about five, maybe five and a half years ago. And um, in that whole time, what have you achieved or, or done in the SCA that you've been most most proud of? <laughs> Let's start again. We have Australia-wide tournaments and um, I've managed a couple of thirds in some of those and I've fought in um, the US and I've fought in New Zealand and Australia and I've also um, been along to some of the wars in some of the castles in Wales in England. So not I've had some lovely high results in some of the tournaments and I've got to fight in some really amazing places. Ben, have you had enough time to think of an answer? Look, proud is a weird, you know. I would say that I'm proud of being, like, that I'm proud that I was good enough to be asked to be a squire. Apart from that, I, I, I tend to pull a lot of shenanigans that I'm not necessarily proud of, but enjoyed at the time. I, yeah, I would say being a squire. Any that you'd be uh, willing to share on radio? Uh, so there's this annual event um, called Rowany Festival, which gets a thousand plus people. Uh, it's really cool, actually. And most recently, those have been held uh, at Camp Wambaru, which is just outside of Mittagong. And uh, they, they go for a week and, and they're, they're a lot of fun. And there's a lot of activities to do there. But recently, me and a couple of friends organised to paddle out to an island 
on site and hold a um, and hold a very interesting party um, on those uh, on those waters. Um, and there, there was a lot of fun had, but as a result, uh, there is now no drinking and swimming allowed on site. Well, that, that sounds like it must have been a lot of fun. They would have no idea about. So, how does it work in terms of the structuring of the SCA? So, because every uh, hobby, every organization needs some kind of structure. How does it work with this hobby? Okay, so um, there are a lot of different kinds of groups. Um, one of the ones that most people will be familiar with um, is a college, which is a, a group that's kind of local to universities. Um, they're generally supported by their university as well. Um, so the UC has a group called the College of St. Andronicus, which is, is the group that I started in. But cities um, and then some smaller cities have groups called baronies or shires or cantons, which are kind of like um, medieval feudal states. Um, and they're either run by a baron um, or a sheriff. Now, above those groups um, are kingdoms or principalities. In Australia, we have um, one kingdom, which also includes New Zealand, and that's called the Kingdom of Lockhart. But there are more than 20 kingdoms worldwide, and most of those are in the US. And um, in, in all the time that the SCA has been around, and you both have been members, what's the most impressive thing that you've seen? One of my early wars, we had a, it was probably about a smaller war, it was probably 75 people versus 75 people, and I was actually, and we were fighting across a small bridge, and the impact of the 30 or so swordsmen charging each other, and the physical crunch of the hit that when we met ejecting me out and throwing me like three meters was um pretty impressive the body block i played a lot of rugby league cricket and other heavy contact sports and the sheer visceral bang of that was just amazing um and that was that was a real feeling of a reenactment of the real hit of two shield walls meeting and it was pretty amazing i really found that amazing uh so actually when i when i first started learning how to to fight i received um quite a hard hit with um a lance i was borrowing someone else's helm at the time um and it had um a fairly wide brim around it um it was modeled after a, a 15th century um archer's cap and when i was like hit with this spear it caught just under the brim and hit me so hard that the chin strap that was holding the the helm on broke and the helm actually flew off about three or four meters and it looked like uh, there, there was actually someone taking video at the time the video looked like i was hit so hard that my head literally popped off my body and that was that was great that was really funny I should have a word here about safety and what we actually do. When you do reenactment, you've got a series of choices. You've got either, um, if you've got real swords and real hits, you've got real dead bodies. And of course we can't have that because we've all got to go to work the next day. So the, the compromise that the SEA has chosen is to have real violence and fake weapons. So we use a rattan uh, sword simulator, which is a solid fill bamboo, and we strike each other with these. With the safety swords and full real steel and um, plate and canvas armor, we actually, the most um, damage we get to tend to be bruising and so forth. The big hit that I told you about before, it was a big hit and I was thrown and it didn't even hurt when I landed because I was in full steel plate and lots and lots of padding. In 23 years, the worst injury I've ever had is a broken finger sort of thing. So we have a really big, impressive and violent sport, but the injuries are very low because we've got a simulated 
sword, not a real one. Are there any other kinds of fighting that can take place in the SCA? We've also got the archery, which is um, the wooden shafted arrows with a rubber blunt on the end, and we can go and do war with the archers and the melee combatants, the armoured combatants. Um, And there's also fencing. And fencing is done in two forms. One is to the touch with a, once again, it's a a steel blade with a rubber blunt on the end so as to not cause puncture. And we've also got cut and thrust, which is, once again, it's got a safety aspect to it, but it's um, a little bit more hard contact and a correspondingly greater amount of armour. So it's a metal weapon form with a bit more than to the touch contact. You mentioned before the aspect of safety so during a tournament how would you maintain safety or while you, while the combatants are fighting there's a number of ways that safety is um, maintained uh, the first and I think foremost is that we, we have a perimeter um, a, you know a, a tournament field where only the combatants um, and actually trained marshals can actually um you know participate in the fighting sorry um what's a marshal so um a marshal is someone who's trained to deal with combat and inspect other fighters and make sure that the fighting is actually conducted safely i I was actually recently um certified as a marshal so that that's kind of cool and the marshal maintains that that perimeter i was talking about so that bystanders aren't hurt and, and that protects the general public but um, in addition to that, there are minimum armor requirements that everyone needs to meet in order to actually fight. And people who participate in fighting, uh, with the exception of um, some training events, must be uh, registered to fight. They sign a waiver and they're asked a couple of questions to make sure that they know how to fight in a safe way without hurting others. Earlier you mentioned an event up in Camp Wamburu near Midagong. So is that the only event that you have every year? In Australia? Each group has uh, signature events. For example, Canberra has a signature event out at Bungador and we have a, a um, thing that we call field, Fields of Gold and that involves um, a bit of war fighting, a bit of archery, uh, a great feast and tournaments and also involves equestrian. And so that's the, one of Politicopolis's group, which is the uh, name for the group in Canberra. And every major capital city in Australia and New Zealand all have their own signature events. Many of them have um, we practices. We've been talking a lot about fighting, but it's not only the fighting. There's also arts and sciences where you make things like you might make the clothes and so forth. And we have arts and sciences practices. And we also have, we have arts and sciences practices uh, everywhere. And we have multiple uh, combat practices in Canberra as well. And this is magnified by pretty much every capital city of Australia. Oh, wow. So you mentioned that uh, the local Canberra group is called Politicopolis. Would you mind telling me some of the names of the uh, other groups in Australia? Uh, Sure. So um, one of the other large groups, um, slightly larger than Politicopolis, is Rowany. Um, That's actually the the oldest um, group, like continuously running group in Australia. And that is in Sydney. Um, We have the Barony of Inilgard, which is in Adelaide. Uh, We actually have two groups in uh, Brisbane, which is um, St. Florian de Riviera and... Is that correct? St. Florian de la Riviere. St. Florian de la Riviere. And we also could have... tell instantly that Bart was like, that's not right. <laughs> and Riverhaven. And Riverhaven. And we also have um, two groups in Melbourne, which are Cray Glass and Stormhold. Um, and we have a group in Perth called Anyala. And those are the baronies. Those are the large groups. But in addition to that, there are tons of little smaller groups uh, in, of varying sizes. One of the, the largest close groups to us is called Stormhold and... Not Stormhold, sorry. 
One of the larger um, of these groups near us is called Borders Cross, and, and that's in Wagga um, slash Aubrey Wodonga. And then there are smaller groups, uh, again, which are associated to um, Baronies or, or affiliated with Baronies. And Politicopolis actually has two. Um, so we have Okawait, which is in Goulburn, and Torleon. Torleon. In Yath. Yes. And um, how many of, do you have a, a favorite event you have attended or an event that you would recommend to people who are trying out the SCA? I have two that are very close. Um, I like to go to La Provadura every second year in Adelaide, where La Provadura means the proof of endurance, which is a all day armored combat fight. And it's um, done with the highest levels of heraldry and combat which means everyone dresses at their very finest and we often have a international uh, combatant who comes out from generally from america where where are the um, 18 other kingdoms are and we get some of the best in the world to come and fight in adelaide and the other one i'd like to do is at um, romany uh, festival and that's the combat of the 30 in 1350 uh, the year 1350 english and french gentlemen 38 aside decided to have a challenge and they met by the old oak tree and fought it out for all day and we like to have a reenactment of that and we try and wear our best 1350 style armor when we're doing that and they're my two favorite events and yourself ben one of my favorite events is actually in newcastle it's called spring war um it's very hot that time of year so armored combat is um a bit of a challenge however it's a great event and the people around there are, are just awesome um and there's a, there's a lot of, um, you know, merriment and, and, and drinking and fun making at night. And then in addition to that, um, an event that I've only been to once, but an event that I, I really love is actually held in Borders Cross um, out in Wagga. And that's called Border War. Um, and that event is actually uh, managed by a, a friend of ours. That event is is so much fun. And it's it's a lot smaller than the other events that we've mentioned. But it's there's a there's a great sense of community. And it was it's one of my favorites just because it's so fun. Now now it's time for a little bit of music and today's song is The Trial of Lancelot by Heather Dale.
And that was The Trial of Lancelot by Heather Dale. I understand that um, the SCA operates from a point of everybody is uh, a lord and a lady, but you also have uh, your genteel, but you also have people who are uh, officially lords and ladies, and you have kings and queens and duchesses and so on. And so, how does how does that work? Can you just call yourself one, or do you? Or is there a process? The official titles um, are awarded by the king and queen. So, obvious question is, how do you become a king and queen? Twice a year, there's a tournament and uh, an armored combat tournament, and it's open to males and females, and they can win the crown and they can be king or queen, and they'll have a partner who will be another person. So, it could and we don't have uh, gender rules on that, so we can have king and king or queen and queen. Generally, it has been king and queen, and from that, they can give awards. Um, as Ben mentioned before, geographical areas have barons. Um, if you win the crown tournament to become king twice, you can become a duke and such and become queen twice and duchess. And we have also have peers. Armoured combat has the knights. Those who are exceptionally good at arts and sciences become laurels. Those who help the SCA with service, which is never ending, become pelicans. And those who are exceptionally skilled at fencing have a master of defence. Lords and ladies is um, granted once you get your award of arms or and you can register um, arms with the heralds and that gets you lord and lady and there's all sorts of other awards for um, outstanding work in brewing and outstanding work in um, service and there's levels in between all the way from I just become a lord all the way up to king and queen. I will just mention that um, Bart spoke about um, arms just then, and he doesn't mean um, arms as in the right to bear arms or weapons. Um, what he's actually talking about is um, heraldic charges. Um, if any of you watch Game of Thrones, um, what you're probably thinking about is, say, uh, sigils, you know, the the grey um, direwolf of Stark, etc., they're, they're kind of the, the symbols um, which are registered that, you know, correspond to um, yourself or um, your particular group. And you can register any heraldry you want? You could have a uh, something modern? Mm, no, not quite. Um, so heraldry follows um, quite a number of rules, um, and those rules are actually based on um, some period findings um, or, you know, a, a quite a large body of period findings um, that have been made by people who um, study heraldry to this day. It, it's an ongoing art, and it's something that, you know, is still continuing in the, in the modern world even. Um, Think about branding. Branding is just... Um, heraldry for businesses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a, a trademark isn't far from a, uh, you know, a, a registered um, blazon. If people have been listening to this and like the sound of the SCA, how would you recommend they get involved? One of the first things would be to look up www.sca.org. Au, and then remember the name Politicopolis to look up the group of Canberra and come along to a practice or to an event and get in contact with us to so we can get you some lovely clothes and we can get you to come along to an event. Yeah, there's there's not much to add beyond um, the fact that we meet regularly um, at one of the scout halls in Ainsley um, and it, it's a lot of fun, so I, I'd recommend 
rocking up. I meant to ask as well, where would you like to see yourselves in the society? Um, I'm getting older now. I'm 46. And as such, I can see the end of the my fighting career. One of the things I'm doing at the moment is really building up my ability with the plate armor. I, my As long as my right arm stays strong, I want to make more and more armor and get better and better at that. So as I feel like fighting less, I want to armor more. Um, so I have been um, fighting for a while and I've been um, brewing and making things for a while. And I guess um, the... You know, the, the middle to long-term goal, of course, is to become a knight or a laurel. And a laurel. There's nothing wrong with ambition. And that concludes our discussion with Bart Beswick and Benjamin Thompson. Join us each weekday, 8.30 to 9am, and 2XXFM's 98.3, Subject ACT. You can stream us live at 2XXFM.org.au slash listen, or catch up on all our podcast episodes at soundcloud.com slash subjectact. Or stay in touch via Facebook and Twitter. Community radio needs you, so please support this station by subscribing via 2XXFM.org.au. Stay tuned for more people-powered radio. I'm Carolina. Have a great day.